Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Oh, that, that was, was sick. Goodness. Uh, Goodness. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Backstage Cinema. We have Ewan McGregor on this set <laughs> with us, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. It's so good to be on this podcast. Po- <laughs> 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 okay, never mind. And okay, get off, Ewan. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to Backstage Cinema, the best destination for all things movies, movie making, and more. I'm your host, Jaden. I'm your other host, Ike. And I'm your guest host, Noah. Oh, guest host. We've never had a guest host before. No, he's the host. We're the guests. We are the guests. How how does it feel to be Ewan McGregor's uh, guest? Lover. Lover. Both? Both. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Hello there. Well, now. Nailed. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're here. We're talking about Obi-Wan. Can it, can it, can it we didn't figure that out already. Yeah. We're, this will be a... Well, okay. Guys, so I said when we did the... Oh, yeah. So we already done an episode on two of uh, the opener two episodes, correct? Yes. Or was the, it three? The first two because Obi-Wan released with the first two episodes. Yeah. And so we watched both of them. So... And reviewed um, both of them, but... I guess before we get it, here's how we're going to break this down. We're just going to talk about the season in general. We're not going to talk like each episode in particular. Just... We'll all go down a row, kind of our our highs, our lows, our mixed bags. But mm-hmm. um, I guess Noah. Well, guys, you're gonna know Noah in the next episode. We're doing this in reverse order, which is how we roll here. It's just how yeah. we roll. But if you want to, I guess you can tell us a little bit about yourself, and yeah. then you get to even know even more next week if you want yeah. to know even more about a little it. bit about yourself, and then kind of what your expectations were coming into the show. Sure. So. My name is Noah. Hi, hi, Noah. So hi, Noah. I guess I'll talk about being a Star Wars fan this time. My dad, uh, to this day, is still obsessed with Star Wars. He saw the first one when he was, I want to say, four. And he's been obsessed with it ever since. He was a big collector in the 90s. And so when I rolled around in the good old triple zero 2000, he, of course, raised me as a Star Wars fan. And uh, I've been a Star Wars fan ever since. I will say... Uh, after The Last Jedi, I haven't been super, like, pumped for anything Star Wars. Like, I feel like I got kind of what I expected from new Star Wars after that, what I wanted from new Star Wars after that. And ever since then, it's kind of been the same. Uh, I felt, I felt like there's a consistent kind of feeling to these Star Wars TV shows, like The Mandalorian and The Boba Fett show, and now this Obi-Wan show. They kind of all feel the same you know what i mean that's fair. it's like it's like a kind production of a similar value or they all story they all or still like the mcu flair like you can tell they're yeah all the same. you can you mean it's just like you can tell it's made by the same people produced by the same people right you know dave filoni and favreau and all that and it's all all the like the same kind of themes i guess and kind of just feelings you know what i mean so yeah yeah going into it i guess i don't know maybe i was expecting it to be a little bit different but it, j- it really I don't know. Like, do you feel like it feels like Mandalorian? It's definitely. Like, I can definitely like see style, what you mean. Style, like, yeah. it's got. It does all feel the same in that sense of like yeah. the style and like you can tell definitely like who's like producing and everything like that. And it all kind of has the same like beats as well, oh, yeah. like storyline yeah. and music and all that. Well, obviously, like the music's like different, but like you can tell when the music's coming in or when this character's coming in. You, c- it's kind of. Maybe not predictable, but like yeah. you have a hunch as to where things are going next all yeah. the time. Ex- excluding the uh, Clone Wars season finale, we've had five Disney Plus originals. Four of them had the line, or four of them followed the basic segment of little kid gets captured, wise old person goes finds little kid, little kid saved, little That's kid captured, too. kind of all back and forth. But 
I guess with that, the finale happened yesterday. Ike and mm-hmm. myself got to watch it together, and I'll, I'm going to be real. I have not had that much fun watching a finale probably in a while. This man was like hopping up and down out of his seat. Then he he ran around the room and was like, "Yo!" <laughs> and you could just I could just look over and I could see the stains of his pants like he just was pissing it, his pants was it a bit all much? over. It was it was I think it was justified. Okay. It was fair. justified. But no, we were and needless to say we were all very hyped and excited to oh, see. Oh yeah. Him. So because you're a guest, and we kind of already have talked a little bit throughout the weeks, so our thoughts kind of just give us your... Th- Actually, do we want to talk characters first before we give all of our thoughts? Because I think uh, that there's a couple characters that we... That could make our like final thoughts, I guess, more concise. Yeah. Get some stuff out of the way first. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's 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 talk the main characters. For, there's obviously some, some surprise characters, but Obi-Wan. We got to talk Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. So, what were your thoughts on them as the... I was Well... The series, but we may be talking season. So, what were your thoughts mm, on that? Yeah. So, I guess we'll start with you said Obi Wan, right? Uh, Obi Wan. I mean, it's Obi Wan. I, I I don't know. It's it, it's Obi Wan. Uh, you know, know and I I mean, like they did really pull like a a Luke with the Last Jedi. He's very similar arc to Luke in the Last Jedi on a whole, where he's mm. like cut off from the Force. You know, he doesn't know where to go. He had a traumatic event, and you know, he's just kind of doesn't really know where to go with his life. Uh, so I guess it's just about him finding hope in like the new things again. You know what I mean? Yep. I guess that's his arc. And right. It was so it was so weird though, and I feel like not well defined enough what his arc actually was, which goes into you know. Should this show just exist in general, story-wise, right? And mm. it's like by the end of the show, it's like kind of unclear. He's like, "I'm free now," mm. but he, does he? St- he stays on Tatooine. Like he doesn't yeah. go anywhere, right? Because I mean, he's still there in a new True. hope. So I don't understand what his freedom means. Because because I'm assuming he just continues doing what he did before. So I, like, yeah. what's the what what was the change? It's like oh he dealt with his traumatic past. Yeah. Okay. It's like even then that was a really kind of weird sudden story beat. I felt like that should have came before he fought Darth Vader again, because we already had a reference of Darth Vader kicking his butt earlier in the show, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, why do we need to see that again? You know, it just makes it weird and just like out of the blue and it feels kind of forced where. Darth Vader uh, nearly. I see one. what hey, he did yo, there. May yo. the force be with y'all. May the force be with y'all. But like you know, because he's thinking in the pit about Anakin and stuff. Everything's happened, and then he just gets the flashes of Luke and Leia, and then all of a sudden he finds hope and gets out of the pit. And I don't know. I feel like that story beat should have happened before he went and fought Vader yeah. again. Yeah. That yeah. way he could, you know, you would already go into it. Yeah, having that confidence because I don't know. It just seemed it seemed weird mm. not yeah. having. Though I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so clearly undefined what his emotional arc is. I guess uh, it's a it's a good premise. I guess it, Obi-Wan dealing with such a traumatic and terrible experience. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that is such a huge weight on your shoulders, knowing your Padawan basically killed so many people and has taken over the the galaxy and enslaved people and just brutalized so many groups of people. And it's just, you know, I mean, that's a lot to deal with. 
Yeah. And yeah, it's such a split second twist. It's like, oh, Luke and Leia, I like them. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. keep going well, for them. I, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, it's like so uh, out of the blue, I feel like, like and not earned. Yeah. I, I, he just remembered like, oh I gotta save them just so that they can kiss in this movie and, uh, then, yes. and then find yeah, out later yeah, that yeah. they're siblings yeah. and everything. Yeah. But I, I definitely understand that, and I w- that's why I was kind of hoping they'd bring in Qui Gon earlier to kind of like help show him that like spoiler oh, which, alert, spoiler alert, alert we never said anything. Man. Spoilers if from you're, here on if out. If you're watching the finale, like an episode you, about you the know, finale, you, know. you better have watched it. But I just felt like, as much as I loved seeing Qui Gon in the end, I just it felt like it was, it was it out was of place. It was very out of place. So it would have helped solve your issue, I feel like, with this, this split second turn. It would have helped. It should have be been like, Qui Gon, yeah. Yeah. Because you heard his voice, but just one line when he's under the rubble. You hear Qui Gon, Anakin, and then the, the glimpses mm-hmm. of that. But like, Qui Gon should have been there. But anyway, continue what you were saying. Oh no, that's basically what I yeah. what yeah. the point I had. Well, that's a make. really good point because that's what I was thinking is that he doesn't really have like, you know, a mentor person to kind of reach out for yeah. help. You know what I mean? No Yoda. And no Yoda, no anything like that. And so Close. it makes his the son's split second decision just feel that much more kind of out of place, I guess. Yeah. And just feel weird because, you know, mm. the only person that kind of talks to him about it is what's her name? The the girl from the Game of Thrones that dies. The, oh, with the droid. Uh, started with an M. I yeah, I don't know. Let's her call her she M&Ms. Very, yeah, I guess we'll talk. She's just been carried. We'll talk to her in a, about her in a second. Yeah. But you know, I, they like sort of talk about it, but it wasn't. It wasn't near enough. You know yeah. what I mean? No. It's like it's such a good, I guess, plot premise too to base a show on is how he does he deal with this dramatic. How does he get over it? And mm-hmm. I just don't feel like yeah. the ending was earned. And also, and, and again, he just stays on Tatooine. So it's like. What yeah. what changed? Yeah. You know what I mean. So I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'll actually just run through mine quickly, like all the characters, because you were saying main character. I am gonna disagree. I feel like a lot of the like w- when they had all the big casting, everyone was used to like cameos or little scenes here and there. To me, the big cast is um, Obi Wan, Vader slash Anakin, Reva, Reva, whichever it is, and Leia. So. I think you sort of hit the nail on the coffin with Obi-Wan. I thought he was incredible, but then again, it's Ewan McGregor. He can do anything, and I'll watch it. So Yeah. Um, a- anything? Anything. Nice. So, yeah. We'll see that one day. <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that he – this. I think that this genuinely may be my favorite performance that he's given in, the star, in a Star Wars project just because, hmm. you know, I know you were kind of – talking about this or the the disagreement of how they treat his character the sudden turns or whatever but the way that they treated him i think was was a better job than they did luke because this dude there i don't think there's anyone in the history of star wars other than anakin obviously who's been through what he's been through and the flashbacks did a really good job of against establishing him and anakin's relationship because obviously like he says in episode three you were my brother or i you know you were my brother anakin i loved you whatever yeah i'm sorry yeah so that I'm sorry, bro. I was teared. I Dude, I I started to tear up too. I was. That 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 was some good great. acting. Yeah, but again, we'll talk more once we kind of give our, you know, a little bit. But everybody else, Anakin Skywalker is my favorite character of all time. Mm. So I absolutely adored seeing Hayden Christensen back as Anakin as well as Darth Vader. I think that that was. I don't think any character in the show was done as good as he was. Literally perfection. I have no problems with Vader. I think all of the 
fight scenes were exceptionally good. I will say, though, the lightsaber color felt a little fan film-like. If The saturation was a little too high for me. That's nitpicking. Um, Leia was a surprise character. Nobody expected her from the trailers. I thought that she did a great job for a nine-year-old actress. I thought she was incredible. Uh, Reva, Reva. This is where the, the water gets a little muddy. This is muddy where the fun begins. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> Skywalker yeah. here. Because, obviously, Moses Ingram has gone through a lot since the show released. A lot of people were being racist. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, we do not support that. Um, but her character just wasn't that good. Yeah. She was interesting. But, and hear me out. This is two shows in one. The Anakin and Obi-Wan stuff, I loved it. Every time that that was on screen, every time we saw them, I'm like, hell yes, this is what I want. When she was on screen... It was another story. It was a whole other story, another show. And it's funny, as, as high as I was riding yesterday after watching this episode, every time that it would cut from Anakin and Obi-Wan, we were all like, boo, we don't want this. Yeah. And again, it wasn't bad. Um, I think that in the end, her character was decent. But then again, I just – I don't know, man. I don't know if it was her acting. I know for a fact it was the way that she was written. She wasn't a very well-written character, but I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic to see – well, I don't want to say that because – hear me out. And This is where, this is where I'm going to start getting into some, some heavy stuff, but obviously you can share your thoughts on all these characters in a second. But episode five was the best way for her character to go out. You are this character. And again, we all knew she was turning good the second she was on screen. You, you, mm, right. you spend your whole life, or you watch every one of your friends die. First off, the intro was perfect. Set up Order 66. Oh, it, yeah. It was really dark. It set her character arc up perfectly. You see all your friends die. You have to play dead, which has to be one of the most traumatizing things ever. Escape. You then go to the person who killed all of your friends. You work under them. You have such a hatred towards them, but you have to do all these horrible things. So they're building her character up. You think that she's going to turn. I like the twist that she was trying to get close enough to Vader to kill him the whole time. And in that final moment in episode five, when she got stabbed, that would have been the perfect way to end her, her arc. She spends her entire life trying to kill this person, thinking that she wants up him just for him to then kill her. And straight up, basically in a reverse, and like, I knew the whole time. Yeah. Y- nothing you were doing was surprising me, but I don't know. Episode six, I, th- I, I did really like at the end when she's, you know, goes to Obi-Wan for comfort, but <laughs> she kind of has this, like, what are Owen and Baru supposed to be like, thank you, thank you for not killing our boy. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was weird. But th- I think those are the four main characters, but those, yeah, I don't know. I guess those are the four characters. You hit on Obi-Wan if you want to lightly hit on each character or whatever right so when this film was being advertised obviously movie. i mean show <laughs> oh did i say film yeah, yeah. But i said movie so oh uh, yeah okay when this tv show was advertised obviously your advertisement points were you and mcgregor and hayden christensen they're very heavily advertised and yet what's funny is that you don't really see hayden in it I mean, obviously, he's the one in the Vader costume, but he also has, like, he's two... St- he has some stand-ins he, a lot of the yeah. time. Well, I mean, like, in in the in the last episode, when you obviously, see his, face, he's, yeah. his face is there, obviously there. But the rest of the time, it's, it's a stand-in. Yep. And so it's like, hmm, 
it's it's not quite what I was expecting. I was expecting to see more of like Anakin Skywalker, like maybe like some flashbacks, a little more flashbacks than we had with him and Obi Wan, kind of like we did in Episode Five, where they kind of had that little duel. Yeah. But otherwise, it just felt like he was a little bit underutilized. I feel like, despite like, I absolutely loved the dialogue between Obi Wan and I mean, and the fight between Obi Wan and uh, Anakin slash Vader, and just like their not necessarily arc, but kind of almost like it's a it's a good bridge between where they got left off in Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. to A New Hope, and so I really liked that bridge. I just felt like a lot of it, like like you said, Noah, was just like kind of just didn't feel like justified or like necessary. Really, I felt like they there was a lot more they could have done, especially like like I said earlier, like utilizing Qui Gon because, it, and I'm not like a huge Star Wars nerd, so correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't he supposed to be the first one who learns how to become yes. a Force ghost? That's actually well, yeah, not, that's actually not right. Actually, they oh actually really? Kind of on it in the show. He's actually only supposed to be able to be a voice and talk to people. Mm. Wait, really? It, so he, yeah. here's what's weird about this. Here's what's weird in the Clone Wars. I don't have you ever watched the Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. He comes to him as a Force ghost in a dream. So that's hmm. kind of the first hint. Here's what I noticed actually, because I rewatched the ending of. It's also isn't it on the, M- the Mortis planet? Yes, that's that's also the another Mortis weird planet. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. that was <laughs> that's a really good arc in the Clone Wars, but it's never touched upon again. Yeah. Um, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, if you remember when they're talking, when it's Yoda and Obi Wan talking to Bail Organa, he says, "You will protect the boy, and you will finish your training there," and Obi Wan goes, "Qui Gon." So, theoretically, he should have already... I mean, it's been 10 years. So, how in 10 years do you just never see your master? And then, look, Qui-Gon Dude, was bad awesome, internet service. But the whole... The took you long he, he enough. Was I've been waiting wig, for you. He was wearing a wig, though. That, Dude, that, that, it was also a different body. screwing with the yeah. radars and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. threw me off. That yeah. That's fair. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, any, any other thing? I mean, I know that I mean, you, were, you liked Leia, but you weren't like... Okay, so, like, when it comes to child actors, like, obviously, there's only so much you can expect from them. Yeah. So, like, I felt like what they did with Leia and Luke, like, they, they're kids. They did their, their best, and I felt like it worked. It served its purpose. If you really want to see good child acting, look at uh, E.T., the... Or Jojo uh, Rabbit. Huh? Or, or Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Jojo Rabbit, but it's it's all right. But, like, best child acting I've seen. And, and, and like... It's even better than most like adult actors, honestly. Is the audition tape for oh, I forget the kid's name. Is it like Jamie something? Whatever it is, if you're watching on YouTube, if this ever's posted, yeah, uh, I I oh, will, it will be. It'll I be, it'll be pop posted. up like yes. an image or the link to it, so it yeah. should be right on right Mike's face, there. right there I'm on Noah's face yeah it'll cut off noah's face no, no, face. Ice. Yeah, no yeah, you'll around. zoom in on one of our faces <laughs> and it'll cut it off yeah <laughs> but no like unless it's like that kid like obviously like i'm not expecting much so like they they did their job reva obviously a lot of people were hating on i wasn't like a big fan of her character a lot of that's just due to the writing and just the unnecessary intensity of her character just didn't feel Agreed. like it just didn't feel justified like you're doing a lot of growling and yelling here like ch- ch- chill out chill out a bit but, like, other than that, like, I mean, I've seen worse, but, like, I don't think she deserves, like, all the hate she's getting. But she's definitely yeah. a very weak part yeah. of the series. Obviously, everything with Obi-Wan I loved, but that's basically all the main characters yeah. to touch on. But I thought all the side characters, for the most part, were great. Um, yeah. I guess let's just talk about our favorite moments. 
So I'll start and we'll just work down this way. Um, episode six, I thought was, well, half of episode six, in my opinion, is legitimately flawless. I thought that that, I'm going to say that maybe my second favorite fight in the history of Star Wars behind Anakin versus Obi-Wan and episode three. Before right. the show came out, when I found out that Hayden was coming back, obviously I was hyped, but I was like, okay, why in the world are we having Darth Vader come back? Because originally, in the canon, the f- their first duel after Mustafar was on the Death Star. Because Vader has the line of, last that, last that I saw you, I was the student, but I'm now the master. This show, um, in my opinion, used the canon to almost near perfection. Um, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, was a big deal in the first Star Wars movie. And it was always... So she knows who Obi-Wan is. She doesn't know who Ben is. So obviously when, when Luke says, come on, we got to get you out of here. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. She, she didn't know who he was. Um, what? I don't know. The, I thought that the, the last scene really set it off that she remembers him as Kenobi or as Obi-Wan. Which is why she she could probably Obi-Wan. put it together. She should yeah, be able probably. to. But she d- well, he definitely says Ben he's a few him. times, yeah, yeah. yeah he, mm-hmm. she def- well, yeah. But that's a weird. It's again. Yeah, it's I, don't, I don't. It's know. the whole when you shoot forty some years ago, you gotta kind of make things work. But um, the Darth Vader stuff I thought was done flawless because again, like I said, I was real worried about the way that they break canon, and I don't believe that they actually broke canon once, just because this established in just one subtle line everything that Vader had alluded to with the whole. When I la- what last t- we met, I was but the learner. Now I'm the master. Because it, uh, I just I disagree. Well, I, feel, I feel like that's well. I feel like that line yeah. is already thrown out the window. So At you, that might, point as, it you is. might as well just go for it. As, that's the way I see it. I feel like that the canon's already ruined. So you might as well just go for it. That's, that's my opinion. That's fair, and that's what I'm worried about. If we, this first off, I'm just putting this out there. If there's a season two, I'm gonna be ticked. We don't need a season two. This needs to be a limited series. Freaking Disney needs to realize that we don't need a freaking sequel or season two for everything. Moon Knight, limited series, guess what? It's getting a season will two. Will you watch it? Well, if there is a Kenobi series two, would you watch it? Oh, I will, but I'm go. not excited. Hey, there you go. Hey. See, that's exactly why <laughs> you you're go, doing Disney. it. Because they know with, people, uh, whether same, they like it or not. You put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same, with, uh, same with what we were talking about, which you guys will see in the next episode. Is uh, I'm not excited for Joker 2. Will I see it? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But, but I think that's why a lot of people make movies is to know, like, yeah, it probably won't be good. It's gonna bring in a lot of money though. Yeah. And, so I mean And this is this is where I'll give my biggest criticism. But let me finish this thought first or whatever. I thought that final fight was excellent. The first fight was a little clunky, I'm not gonna lie. It felt like a fan f- it felt like a student film. The way it was shot. Oh yeah, this show was shot really weird. There's a lot of shaky cams, a lot of like Ah, uh, that doesn't yeah. seem very professional. But you know, it, yeah. it's Star Wars. Every every director has their own camera style. It is what it is, so but, but um, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought. I'll get back to it in a second if anyone wants to jump in. Yeah, no, that's something that I felt a lot about with the show. I feel like you could really feel the restraints of the budget. You guys mm-hmm. feel that too? Yeah. yeah. yeah so I w- not just with the cinematography, but this is something a buddy pointed out to me, and I thought that subconsciously while watching the show too, is that you can tell like what's a set. Like you're like, oh yeah, that's a set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that that uh the city in the second episode, like there's like a big kind of um tilting shot that goes down mm-hmm. from the city yeah you can tell what's the set and what's yeah, what cg pretty pretty easily 
And that's a big problem. And they, you know, there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of weird choreography stuff where it's mm-hmm. pretty slow. And it's just like, you know, or a stormtrooper will just be even more incompetent than they are <laughs> in yeah. the movies. And, you know, and they didn't de-age Anakin in that one scene, which was <sighs> it was very yeah. fine. No, it's just it, a little it, it like took me back. As soon as he turned did. around, I, I yelled, oh, he's old. <laughs> that, like, like, it, it took me out of it for sure. Because here's the thing, like, we know that he should Disney be 18 ha- years yeah. old. Just putting that out there right. in that scene. And so, like, we know Disney has the budget to make good deep fakes. We saw it with Mandalorian season two with Luke Skywalker. That it was like pretty good. Absolute, looked pretty good for me. I thought and, and I, I thought, thought it looked, it looked actually realistic. I yeah, thought it looked bet. yeah. I I if you had shown me that. Well, well, it, right. pretty, it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot better than the than what they did Mandalorian. in Mandalorian yeah. season Much. one. But like. I feel like they could have done something like they did with with that because I yeah. feel like it's not that hard to hard to DH someone because like even Marvel's done that really well. Literally, I, like I saw like it. Kurt I went on YouTube oh, already you already the, in yeah. the suggested. Literally, like as really soon good. as I watched the episode, like it was already there. Somebody did a pretty good, did a better <laughs> job of it. It's just like it's like it's so they did it in hours. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, this random person did it in hours, and you're telling me that you couldn't fit that into your, your budget, budget at Lucasfilm? Or I, yeah. just, I no, think yeah. that's the biggest issue with this, as well as Boba Fett, is like... I'll, I'll admit, Obi- I, well, I, I'll put this out there first. I think the people nitpicking about the visual effects in this and uh, Boba Fett, like, none of the shots looked bad, but you could tell the budgets for both of those shows are significantly less than The Mandalorian. And this goes into what I think. This should have just been a movie because as as great – look, I'll be real. I actually enjoyed Honestly, every episode at some probably. point. But here's the thing. That last fight could have been a short film, and that's it. We didn't need all of this backstory. And what you just said a little while ago, and I'll, I'll just I'll say this. Um, the fact that he begins at Tatooine, goes on this little journey, and then comes back ultimately to the same place just with a new mindset, it's really cool. But this could have been either a movie, cut it to like two hours. You could even do a three-hour-long movie with this because that would sell. Um, but I don't think every single thing was worth the time. And here's and uh, let me get into my biggest problem though. Bail Organa is one of, if not the biggest influences in the Imperial Senate. Now, obviously, he's a good guy, so he's playing both sides. You would think that the Empire would not be. You know, they they wouldn't go and kidnap one of their biggest supporters' daughters, and the whole I it blows my mind that Reva knew that Obi Wan had really good ties with Bail because that was never established, and that kidnapping his daughter would get Obi Wan to come out of hiding. We never really got that established or figured out. But it's like, you think he would go to the Senate and be like, "Yo, somebody that works for you guys kidnapped my daughter." It should theoretically become this big thing. First up, they're horrible parents. Why would you let your daughter grow out like that? Funniest running scene of all time, I'll admit, though. But I'm like, uh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. this show had a lot of convenience. There is, is there facts. was there was all of these yep. these. Pl- I'll admit, this show wrapped every single plot point up at the end, which I thought is awesome. Most of these shows don't do that, but there's a lot of convenience to get. Th- like when they run into a hole, instead of figuring out a really clever way to get out of it, it's just. Oh well, this one character knows, or you know, Bail Organa's over here sending messages like, "Hey, you got to protect Anakin Skywalker's son," and then Rava just sees it and goes and tries 
she turns good and then tries to kill a boy who she possibly thinks is Darth Vader's son to get revenge, even though he doesn't even know he exists. Probably wouldn't care. Well, he'd care. What am I kidding? He'd probably try and kill her. But I don't know. I think my biggest issue is just other than the Leia, the whole way that that's set up, because it, it, it just makes no sense in canon. There's just too much convenience. And the show is so – they limit it so much to its time frame that, like, adding an extra 10 minutes to each episode is going to solve a lot of the conveniences because you can make it more complicated and make it make much more sense. Yeah, that, was, um, that reminds me – I've seen – I've already seen so many people clown on this. At the end of – was it episode 5 where after she gets stabbed and she sees, like, the hologram? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, Obi-Wan – you remember when I went to Tatooine and uh, <laughs> we talked about you finding my child and that special, special boy you're protecting under Owen's watch uh, out in the desert uh, in this random home who might be the chosen one? Here's the other thing that really makes <laughs> yeah. it worse. Um, in episode one, and I'll admit, this is actually good setup for what you, you're talking about. She, Owen, out of all people, just looks around and she singles him out and is like... Tell me where the Jedi is, which was a, a Daphne brother, I believe. It I, was? I, or, yeah. The, a Jedi uh. in the first episode that got hung. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, she singles out Owen, of all people, and is like, tell me where the Jedi is, or him and his whole family dies. And then Bail Organa goes, yo, it's the boy hiding with Owen. So again, it, I guess that is kind of good setup, but it just, it's not clever. And Bail Organa, again, like, Reva could have just taking it to the emperor like hey one of your biggest supporters who again we kidnapped his daughter is actually working for the the good well you know they're the good guys in their eyes but you know is working for the opposition or whatever it i don't know and you think that leia of all people would like talk about this all right i'm gonna stop nitpicking i got one more thing to nitpick real quick it's just (laughs) when luke skywalker sees the lightsaber in episode four it, like, blows his mind. He doesn't really know much about Jedi. He doesn't know right. anything about that. Again, Owen and Baru are like, hey, you got to be ready to run. Tusken Raiders are going to come and try and kill you. When he's climbing out of on the ladder, her lightsaber is fully ignited in the room. You think that he probably saw the glow of red. So it does. It kind of breaks canon where it's the first time he's seen the lightsaber. I don't know. He is a kid. Kids are stupid. Nah. So are we, so. Yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, you just, I feel like it's just silly to talk about canon at this point. Yeah. I feel like. The, right. anything the prequel oh even the original trilogy kind of with like the the luke and leia kiss and stuff yeah kind of, there is, the, the canon has never been right and so the prequel has made it worse and this just it's yeah. just thrown out the window at this point so i'll even like yeah bother with it it, it is what it is i, I i'll admit like. though yeah. they they did one heck of a good job trying to keep as close to canon as they could but yeah they try but you just can't yeah. if you're making it, it. At the end of the day it's yeah. the biggest issue with this disney era especially well with disney in general i think that marvel's done a horrible job in phase four it's just tell new stories but don't put it in this time frame of something else like the Mandalorian has done a great job with canon because it's in an era we've never explored. The Bad Batch ruined a couple things with the Clone Wars. Clone Wars Season 7 kind of retconned a few things in other movies. And then you got Book of Boba Fett, which um, I just don't like at all. When yeah, Boba Fett's on sucks. screen, it kind of sucks. Now, when Mando's on screen, I'm loving it. But I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm actually going to stop nitpicking because I'll, I'll be real. I really enjoyed this show. I think that 
a lot of the hate that episode three and four were getting were a little uncalled for because we're not seeing the full story just yet. Flashbacks I thought were excellent. Again, the de-aging thing kind of took me out of it, but Hayden looks really good for his age, but he looks like he's in his 30s, not an 18-year-old Not 18, kid. yeah. And Obi-Wan looked, his hair looked really bad in the flashbacks. I thought that Obi-Wan's I didn't even wig, notice that. It was a wig, so oh. it, it kind of took me out a little bit, whereas Hayden's hair looked great, but I, that's just a natural Yeah, hair. I didn't think his, his hair in the flashbacks looked bad. Something that took me out, though, is in the Order 66 scenes, you can tell that Anakin doesn't have his luscious locks that oh, he had for that movie. That's why yeah, they really tried to cover the darkness. Yeah, they re- they really I mean, did, but how, you can tell. How hard is it to make a wig, though? Because he was wearing a wig for the original well, series, wasn't it? It's weird because... Was he? Wait, what? I believe he was for like uh, really? episode three. Wasn't no, it that was wig? his real hair. Are you positive? It, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how his hair used to look. It is a really weird look, though. I love his hair, but it's like it's pro- it could be hard to kind of... Because, like, Qui-Gon's easiest hair to do. You just get yep. really long hair and just put it in a couple of ponytails or whatever. But yeah. I think they could have done it, but I don't know. Yeah. And then there's another issue that I kind of have, which is... Sorry, we're doing a lot of nitpicking, so maybe a lot of people are mad at us right now. <laughs> but I feel like... No, people like nitpicking. Oh, yeah. True. Um, we do. For a lot of the dialogue, it didn't really seem to fit oh, the characters. Oh, it stopped recording, boys. Oh, it's, we'll just re-loop it, because at this point, yep. it stopped recording because of the storage. Something I also feel like is that a lot of the dialogue that people have in this movie just doesn't seem to fit their character. Mm-hmm. Like, Leia was talking like how nobody talks. Like, even adults don't talk the way that she's oh, talking. Yeah. Here she's oh, like a little yeah. eight-year-old girl just doing like, my father did this and that, and you wouldn't even do it. Like, what, yeah. what in the darts are you talking about, little squirt? <laughs> like, nobody talks like that. Like, I get you're a princess and all that, and you're really smart. Sure, but like, not even I'm adults talk like that. So it's like... Yeah. It's it and that again that has nothing to do with the actress that has everything to do with the writing and I felt like just a lot of the writing was just meant to kind of carry the plot along. Again, I really love the dialogue between uh, Hayden Christensen and uh, Ewan McGregor in the final battle, even though like again maybe it wasn't really necessary, but like oh man, it was it was really good. Yeah, and just seeing the little the gash through his head the mask oh, that was beautiful. seeing Hayden through it and okay the the mix between Hayden's voice and um, James, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones voice See, that was, that the was best so part. cool that I love here, that here's so that, was, that was probably my favorite here's part, what honestly. is really cool and this is something I'm really excited for Disney to explore more so you haven't seen Boba Fett you have in season well season one of the book of Boba Fett Luke's voice here, okay I'll, I'll, let me I've seen all the scenes yeah. from it Here's why. Okay, look, I'm just me real. Why the hell do you have Mark Hamill be on set just to like have another guy shoot the body and then put a new face on him? Like Mark Hamill was there to shoot all the scenes, and then they'd reshoot the same scenes with another body, use that body, and use his face. He didn't want to leave him out. It's. (laughs) I guess he just wanted to have fun. But like, Luke's voice is 100% AI in Book of Boba Fett. James Earl Jones did not do a single line for this show. All they did was take sound bites from the original trilogy. And make an AI version because as great as Rogue One is, I think it is one of, if not, it, it's probably the best made Star Wars film. Um, you can tell it's a really old uh, version of James Earl Jones. Huh. Yeah, you can definitely tell. I, it's an old James Earl, but, yeah. but it, the uh, the it's, voice worked for this show, though, because Darth Vader is robotic yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it works yeah. for that it sounded believable but for, yeah. but, but for luke and the other show it doesn't work because he's not robotic he is i think a, it works but yeah yeah but all right let's 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 not nitpick let's talk about what we liked i guess other than darth vader 
Do you have anything you liked about this series, Noah? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I feel like I have trouble justifying its existence in general. But I, I again, I like the premise that the story is about Obi Wan dealing with kind of the trauma of that because that is really real, and he's very kind of cocky to Darth Vader in Episode Four. So it's you know it's it's, yeah. it's weird because you know you'd feel like he'd be more. Like oh my gosh, I'm fighting him. You know, yeah. It's like, so like I guess some PTSD or something. Yeah, maybe. exactly. So I guess having him work through that in this show so that he can be more confident in Episode Four kind of works. So okay. yeah. I, I kind of yeah. like that in that way. Um, I didn't I didn't hate Reva. I thought she was all right. I fi- I mean, I figured that she was gonna have some story arc because the because in the opening scene, you know. It zooms in onto the one kind of Padawan, who just happens to be the only black girl in that group. Right. <laughs> so, so you kept, yeah. you're, you're like, oh, piece it together. Yeah, piece it yeah. together. So I figured that was her backstory, and that Makes was going to go yeah. somewhere and tie in. So yeah. it's like I knew that she wasn't going to be, you know, oh, this big bad person. And a lot of people, you know, she was pretending to be that. And that is like a critique. It's like she's way over the top sometimes. She really hams it up. But, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, she's just she's just not scary. And I just kept saying, I don't think that's the point. Like, I don't yeah. think that's where that's going to go. And, you know, and then they reveal in episode five, oh, yeah, she she's actually trying to kill Vader. She's actually really kind of, you know, hurt deep down about the whole thing and has right. PTSD from all that. So it made sense. I feel like I didn't hate her character. I, yeah. I figured that's where it was going to go anyway. So I don't know. I didn't. I didn't love her, but I was like, yeah, she's. she's you weren't in love with her. What? I just. Fa- I, so I just what? found out. Did either of you see Ambulance this year? No, you told me not to. Yeah. Oh, it gives you a headache. She played the wife of one of the characters. I, I'm like, I knew she looked familiar. I looked up what she's on. She killed it in like five minutes of screen time. She was incredible. So I. Oh, no, I think I, it comes down it to the writing. Probably it's not her directing. It was probably the directing. Yeah, Deborah yeah. Chow's a great director. And a I'm d- sorry, it doesn't feel like she's a part of this yeah. at all. Nothing against her. Sorry, going back to the nitpicking, I guess. All right, let's, <laughs> well, let's well, talk about what we like. I was, real, yeah. real quick, when he, when she, when Reba attempts to kill Vader, and like obviously, like he's deflecting her with just the Force. Badass. Why do they that leave? Cool. Yo, that that was great. But why do they just leave her? That, that, that's, think that about seems this. Out, think about this. I think it makes less sense that she lived rather than yes. leave her. He it stabs her in the gut. He, she yes, should die. It, but, but knowing Vader's character and seeing what he did to all the people beforehand, you'd think, wow, this person actually had stood a, yeah. not necessarily stood a chance against me, but this person made more probably progress against me. probably doesn't remember who particular it was yeah. and what kind of lightsaber stab he think, did to wait, her. No, 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 no. But like when he was in, the, when he was walking through that town looking for Obi-Wan that one time, he was just killing walking around, around killing people. He killed random kids that he, he killed. Yeah. Snapped and, on his neck. Well, he, ha- he has a history of killing yeah. kids for one thing. <laughs> True. But <laughs> it's a specialty. Right. But you'd think, okay, well, this person made a little bit of progress trying to kill me. I think it's a good idea I'll leave him alive, you know? Maybe, think, maybe I should just leave, him, think about leave this. him for alive. Episode it doesn't make three, sense. Obi-Wan gets burned. Vader easily could have killed him. Drag him through that, stab him with a lightsaber. Reva going through the tunnel. No, that, but, no. That makes, but that made sense, that's, though, that he'd want Obi-Wan to suffer before that, he yes, killed him. That's the point, Obi-Wan's the point. Also, we have three episodes left. He could have killed Reva, but we need her in the final episode because she no, has we to don't. go after this. We didn't, it's, though. It's it's just I don't know. I it know, is I, what it is. Yeah. And think about this. Uh 
Obi-Wan could have killed Vader, and we would have never needed another Oh, yeah, kill. yeah. That is, like, I was like, why don't you just kill him? It doesn't make any especially sense. Especially because he left him to die twice now. He left him to die. You know, in his, in his piece here. was like Darth Vader's, and this was a weird line, too. Darth Vader was like, I killed Anakin Skywalker. Oh, that was I love that line. No, that was I love that. No, that that was just so weird. It was almost really? like he was comforting Obi Wan. I was like, that's such a he, weird thing to say. He was using say. it to really because before he was like, I am what you made me, and now he's like, actually, on the other hand, I I made myself, not I, you. Like, I, that's well, he's kind of putting him down. He's like, yeah. don't give yourself credit for for me. I think like, it really. Oh, I, I, like like I think it really works it because no. I've always thought that Vader or that he was still Anakin inside, and yes, he still is, but like. The last time his his name is Anakin Skywalker is when the Emperor says, uh, "Henceforth you shall be known as Darth Vader." Like that's when he died. When Anakin Skywalker fully died. Well, other than him going to Padme, like, "Hey, sexy, I know we're about to have a baby or whatever. I got to go kill some people." <laughs> right. But like, I mean, I, I mean, it's just cool. a weird, undefined line, though. It's like, who who is Darth Vader? You know, in his mind, he has it made up, I guess. But again, it's a weird thing to say. You know, I am what you made me. You are responsible for me. And then but him going there, actually, I'm the, responsible for myself. When you think about it, though, it's two completely different meanings. The first of the I am what you made me is because he's never seen him in the suit. He's like, because the thing he said before that is, what happened to you? And he said, I am what you made me. Whereas in that, he says, I'm sorry, blah, 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 I failed you. And he said, uh, what did he say? You literally just said it. I'm blanking now. Oh, uh, What did I say? What, what did Vader up. say? What did Vader say? Yeah. I'm blanking now Vader. too. Is this uh, your blanking is uh, contagious? <laughs> he said no. He said that I'm he, not yeah, your failure. I, I killed. He said you didn't yeah, kill I Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I did. Yeah, something like that. Which is awesome because Vader in the comics and in all the all the movies and the shows has always been Vader and Anakin are two completely different people, and he buries Anakin Skywalker underneath all of it. Again, uh, Emperor ca- cameo. I thought it was cool, oh, but yeah, I lo- yeah. I loved where he says. Um, where he at, he challenges him like you know are you little you seem a little troubled because of your encounter with your former master and he says I only serve one master and that's you or something along those lines like Anakin Skywalker is, when he leaves um Anakin he leaves him as Darth Vader which is why I love when he turns around he said what he not see you later he basically just calls him Darth he doesn't even say Anakin at that Darth. point he's accepted that he's dead yeah that's oh i have another qualm oops <laughs> oops in the in the all the advertisement only well, not all of it but a good deal of it they played duel of the fates i was really really hoping they'd play duel of fates or yeah, something during during some I, lightsaber fight it should have been duel of the fates though because that, that was, was really small. That was it should have been hero thing. it should have been uh heroes versus heroes because that's the one with Anakin and Obi Wan actually fighting on Mustafar. Right, but it's the, yeah okay. Then it should have been that one then. Oh, this is also this isn't unrelated. That fight was gorgeous when he walks out of the the shuttle, and it's that r- like zoomed out really far, and you just see him walking, and then you, f- you see the really long panel of Obi Wan standing next to Vader. That was sick. Oh yeah, I mean that's the uh, cover art for this episode, isn't it? It, it will this. be the cover art, but I, I yeah. thought we were going to be a little bit more positive. And look, I'm I'm just going to end with yeah. this. This is, well, Mandalorian is is much better, but I thought that this was the best ending to a, a, a series. And again, I say series. If this gets to season two, again, like I said, I'll probably will watch it, but it doesn't need it. It really doesn't because we've already kind of dug ourselves out of a canon hole already. But we can't keep going back to Vader and Obi Wan. This I thought worked. I really like the way that they treated this. I don't want this to be 
season 17 of Anakin versus Obi-Wan because it's like this should be the final time that they meet each other. I think I think the show is exactly what you expect it to be going into it. And oh, yeah. you get because of that, I feel like you don't get much out of it. I think that's my kind of take of on it. Like again, it is cool, you know, it's always cool to see Obi-Wan fight Vader, of course, you know. You get more scenes with them and the kind of the emotional turmoil they have. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff. But there's also a lot of bad stuff. And I don't know. It just feels very kind of just baseline, dare yeah. I say the word, mid. Oh, <laughs> mid. I will say, though, um, for a show where you know how everyone's going to turn out, I think they did a decent job making the state, like making you a little on the edge of your seat with the suspense. Because, like, we know Vader will be fine. We know Technically, you know everyone's going to be fine, but mm-hmm. Revo. Because all the side characters, I thought it was great that we got some – um, really big time actors to play these little tiny cameos, but it's like we don't really care about them. So whenever the one girl died with the droid, I could not care less. I couldn't. Care Especially, either. I thought it was hilarious when the two snow speeders came in and the one guy West died, and they're all like, they try to make yeah. it so dramatic. They're like uh, West, West, and I'm like, we I, don't know who I West know who is, is, so who cares? Who, who day? Yeah, yeah. That uh, man. It'd be nice if we could remember her name, but she she really needed like more energy or something. She was so boring to watch. I was yeah. bored out of my yeah. mind whenever she was on screen. Yeah, yeah. I I don't the know. Brie Larson she, I, syndrome. Yeah, I really just did not care. Huh? Brie well, Larson's no, Brie Larson Justin. specifically from Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, but it's Marvel. Yeah. So yeah, for me specifically, I can't complain in the sense that I got everything I wanted out of this. I wanted the hello there, which I got. That was so oh. goofy, I was say. That it, made me laugh out loud. Yeah. I was so, bro, that's I, still, when I jumped up and I was like, he said it! He yep. said it! Hey, it happened. There was also the fight between Darth and Obi-Wan, which I really liked. And then there was Qui-Gon. Yeah. Again, all of them I felt like felt, felt like a little little bit out of place. But, you know, it still happened. Yeah. So I was I walk away satisfied, but I also walk away knowing, yeah, this is, as you said, mid. Yeah. I have my, For, my issues with it, but... You know what? It's it's not bad. For me, give it a watch. I know I gave a few nitpicks. I didn't have a pr- I don't think that there's anything necessarily bad in the show. There's a few things I was let down by. But this show satisfied what I wanted and that is Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Every time they're on screen, I and I use this word light. I, I I never really say this. It was like peak. I I thought We've got a lot of weird stuff this year. We got Spider-Man and the span of a year, Spider-Man Ghostbusters return. Uh you got Top Gun again. This, uh, the Fantastic Four, which Multiverse of Madness, it doesn't exist in my books. This is the thing I was most looking forward to, is Anakin versus Obi-Wan. As, as a Lifetime prequels fan, I got everything that I wanted and more out of that. Leia stuff I loved. I wasn't expecting it. It was all the new stuff, and I was like, eh, all right, let's just get back to what I love. So, again, I feel like this is two shows in one. Um, in a show with the Inquisitors, I think, is a great idea, but it, this didn't need to be that show. This show could have honestly been fixed if the title is not Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just call it anything else. Bobi Bomba Bobi. Because <laughs> just call it Ben. And then both of both of the plot lines can mesh together. But when it's called your when your title character is Obi-Wan Kenobi, we want Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we got Obi-Wan Kenobi, but there's a lot extra. So I think this would have worked better as a movie. Um Oh, I will say, w- for them to be hyping this last fight up as the fight of the century... It definitely was not that. I was no. getting real worried. It's not the fight of the century, but it was better than I was expecting. 
because when I heard Fight of the Century, I thought, oh my goodness, there's, I was, I was kind of there's if I'm being no if I'm being honest, but it it's what about it is. Like, it was better than the other one. I mean, the other one was meant yeah. to be bad. Yeah, the, it was that was on purpose. The first one got me real worried. No. Yeah. And they also did not break. This was the thing that scared me. They didn't break canon because at the end of episode five, when they zoom in on Luke, I'm like, oh my god, Darth Vader is gonna go to the one place that. Star Wars has sworn he will never go, and that is Tatooine. Tatooine. It's the only reason Luke is on Tatooine, because Vader will never step foot there again. I am so glad that the final fight was not on. If it was on Tatooine, I I jokingly said, but part of this is true, that I would have been done with some of, with probably a lot of the live-action Star Wars, because that is, that's the one thing that if you get wrong, all of Star Wars is ruined, because that's, I mean, that literally makes Vader who he is, is his relationship with Tatooine, and they didn't do that. I loved it. So, I Nerd. think I appre- I think <laughs> I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. I think I enjoyed this show more than both of you. I think you it probably was so enjoyed it the least. I'm like right in the middle. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the two. middle too. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I've seen every episode. Well, except the finale. I got to rewatch that. I've seen every episode or building up to the finale. I kind of just binged all five, and I got to be real. When you're, when you're watching it as if it's a movie, it works so much better than the week to week because I feel like yeah. a lot of these episodes, the ending was good enough, but it's like, uh, episode one, the ending sucks. I'm not going to lie. When he's walking on the ship, thank God they gave us two episodes. Episode two had the best ending, I think, with Vader. Right. But I, I, I will say, I just encourage everyone, once you've seen it, maybe just watch it all in a row because it, it, it makes the story that much better. For me, I thought it was good. Now, I think the last two episodes were some of my favorite Star Wars ever when it came to Obi-Wan and Anakin again. I'm really right. based on half of the show, which is kind of like The Last Jedi for me. About half of it I love. The other half I'm like, I, I can tolerate, but I could, would prefer without. So, That's um, fair. Anakin and Obi-Wan stuff for me is a 10 out of 10. The show as a whole, probably like a 7. So. Seven's a good number, I feel like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with 7. Yeah. So... I guess with that, unfortunately, we did a lot more negative than we wanted, but <laughs> maybe we'll come back to this again because I have plenty more things I, I would like to <laughs> praise, but I got to uh, watch this a few more times so I can get all of my thoughts as a collective. But uh, That's fair. Yeah. I guess let us know your thoughts on Kenobi. Um, I guess the last thing that I will ask before we go, other than none of us want a season two, I think. I think we're no. all solid on that. This no. doesn't need a season two. And look. When Eamon McGregor and Hayden Christian both said, yeah, we'd love to do season two. There's a lot more we can explore with our characters. There's not. Don't don't touch something that doesn't need to be touched. <laughs> it really isn't. What might be interesting, though, is live-action Clone Wars. No. What do you think about no, that? No, just because the no. Clone Wars is so perfect. It's. Uh, it, I've, never really. seen, I've never seen and Clone Wars. Old. I've only old. seen some... Well, oh, the aging. We forgot about that. The, the <laughs> apparently, it only happened. Apparently not. Never the mind. The Morrison scene, like the clone scene, I thought was that was a great cameo with the clone. I didn't even realize in episode two. You don't remember that? Or no, so no, I didn't realize it in the moment yeah. until later. But. I thought it was a great cameo. I'm like, that's that's how you do a cameo. Not one of the Marvel moments when it's like they pause for like 30 seconds. So <laughs> yeah, you turn them. around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I I actually just rewatched that scene because it came out on Disney plus yesterday. Multiverse of madness. It is so awkward. There's about a 10 second gap between when he goes, uh, Charles Xavier. And then you, you're expecting the clap. And then he's like, captain Marvel or captain Carter. It's like, it's yeah, a little awkward. So I think that they did all the cameos. Correct. 
Qui-Gon, and I know I've got a lot of flack from friends of mine because I've, I've told them I'm not crazy about the cameo. I think it should have came when he's in the rubble. But, yeah, none of us want a season two. Um, so here's my final question. Do we think that Disney will ruin Star Wars with as many already as have. much as the content as they're about to push the same way that I feel like Marvel fatigue is really kicking in? It just depends on what your opinion is on ruin, I guess. You can't ruin something. Like you always have Maybe too much is maybe maybe I should have said it's have too much. What, too if, you, if you're not interested, then you're just not interested. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you always have the original movies, the prequels, or whatever movies you like. You know, I, you can't say that they're gonna ruin something. You know, they they bought Star Wars. They're gonna make Star Wars yeah. stuff. I, I don't think there's necessarily inherently anything wrong with making more Star Wars stuff. You know what I mean? Because you they're not gonna touch the original movies. You always have those. You know what I mean? Like you can make your own yeah. head canon. You know, because their own canon doesn't make sense, like you said. Yeah. So you just you know just whatever just whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think the next time we'll talk Star Wars is Andor, which, hot take, guys, I think Andor could be the best show yet. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. It, it'll probably be pretty mid. Nah, no, knowing how these shows go, it'll probably you, be pretty it'll mid. It'll be mid. You, you may be right, but when you get the, I think the Rogue One script is incredible. The fact that it's those people kind of gets me pretty hyped again. But we'll It's see. a little overrated, but it's good. Rogue Ooh. One. Well, I think it's the best made Star Wars film. Now, it's the most. That's just because they kill off everybody. Uh, well, that <laughs> has to do with it. I'm talking visually. It's it's gorgeous. Visually, it's nice. Oh yeah, absolutely. yeah I like it. Story wise, it's great. But then again, it's yeah, because it's, it's solid. No other Star Wars film has made you care so much about characters just to literally murder all of them in front of your face. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. I guess with that, well, let's just add this real quick. What's everyone's favorite <laughs> uh, like era prequel? You asked that before, but he wasn't here. What's your favorite era? Um, you said OT, right? Yeah. Don't I think it. like the like, sequels. No, I think like pre OT. I guess like in the Empire's Prime, so like Rebels, Jedi Fallen Order, that kind of thing. I think would be my favorite, or the Hunting Jedi and stuff. I think that's really cool. So interesting. Original prequels is what we'll call it—a mixture of both. Sure, something like that. But <laughs> yeah, with that being said, guys, I'm Jaden. I'm Mike. I'm Noah. And next time you guys hear us, it'll be Noah sharing his life story. So yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys in a handful of days then. Peace out, guys. Adios. Bye there. I don't know what the hell I'm B- saying. B-